So I may have accidentally restarted the Glee vs. Community feud. Oh, Tanner. <laughs> was, there, was there a feud to begin with? There. Oh, you did you not know that there was a huge, mostly one-sided feud between Glee fans and community fans? Where the no. community fans thought that Glee was stealing their ratings in the time slot. And so no. they had like at least two episodes about how bad a show Glee was. I, I vaguely remember hearing about that, but... Like, I vaguely remember hearing about that, but not, like, in any way, shape, or form that I, like, paid attention to. Yeah, and it's like, I'm not trying to throw shade at Community or its fans. It was just like, come on, sweaty. But anyways, so... Wait, so one... it was it was one-sided from Community against Glee, or Glee yes. against Community? It was one-sided Community against Glee. I don't think the Glee fans cared that much. If there were, actually, you know, they're probably... If any there were any Glee fans invested in the show enough to care about community, they probably didn't say anything because at that level you were already fighting with each other about ships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the out of context community Twitter tweeted a section of screen caps, which is just a character going, "I hate Glee. I hate it so much. I don't understand the appeal." And uh, from <laughs> our from our podcast Twitter, I quote tweeted and said, "Yeah, our show may suck, but at least we got six seasons in a movie." And that was a joking community where it was like. I they, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and so everyone, a whole lot of people have been reacting to that tweet like, oh, oh no, a burn. Oh my God, it's true. Ah! Um, and that one has almost 200 likes. But then the out of context community retweeted with a, uh, a clip of literal crickets playing during a scene in community. And that one has over 700 likes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And again, I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone. I just, I find it amusing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm just... For one thing, I appreciate that we have, like... <laughs> hey, this is getting engagement. <laughs> and also, I appreciate that Theo immediately knew that it was you. I had a joke and I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. That was me when I was watching these two episodes last night at 9.30pm after having left the theater for everything everywhere all at once at 6pm. <laughs> Did they go down real smooth like six Popeye's biscuits? No, but they went down easier than I thought they would. Nice. For the most Listen, part. Listen, those six Popeye's biscuits went down too easy and that's why I had a tummy ache. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're doing okay, bud. I mean, I feel fine now. It was over 48 hours ago. Yes, but still. It was just like, uh, so, okay, so Popeye sent me coupons for Popeye's, and yes. none of them applied to anything I was going to get, because it was like, dinner for two, buy one, get one free, 14-piece meal, and I'm like, there's no way I can get through <laughs> Even though Popeye's is the only good fried chicken that you can have as leftovers, <laughs> I still don't think I'd be able to get through this unreasonable amount of time. Mm -hmm. But they did babadook me into wanting to go get Popeye's, so I did. And I got a chicken sandwich and the beignets and six biscuits, and I did eat them all in one sitting. Oh and my like God, I Tanner. tweeted, that, more bread than I've had in over a year. <laughs> and I immediately passed out. Good. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this episode of the Glee Project? How do you spell beignet? Is it B-E-I-G-N-E-T, -E 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 I think. Let me double check and spell check. B-E-I-G-N-E-T. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank you, the princess and the frog. Thank you, Google. I googled it. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. I, see, I see what you did there. Uh, anyways, do you want to glee? Yeah, let's do it. Glee. 
Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out why we love this show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening. You're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. This is the story of a pod. That repeatedly, even when it was real odd. And though it looks so great in photographs, we absolutely hate it on Project. I have no idea what that is relevant to in this episode, but Oh, yes. you didn't you didn't hear about the story of a girl and everything ever all at once. I I vaguely saw I I didn't pick up on it when I was watching it yesterday, but I did see something about that on TV Tropes, I think. So, okay, so the, the song, uh, absolutely, Story of a Girl. It's one that goes, this is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Uh, it has lyrics uh, in the bridge that go, your clothes never fit the same the next day, and your hair never falls in quite the same way. And Something coffee. One of the Daniels like wrote that as a line for, um, it's been a um, month. Waymond. Waymond. Yeah, so one of, one of the Daniels wrote that as a line for Waymond to say to... Evelyn. I can't remember, sing, Emma... Who? Evelyn. Evelyn. So I have forgotten every single character's name. <laughs> Except Jobu Topaki. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So one of the Daniels wrote that as a line for Wayman to say to Evelyn, as but like, this is how the multi you you know it in your heart that this is the multiverse is real. And the Daniel was like, uh, I'm sure that I stole this from something, but I can't remember what. And then he Googled it and he was like, Oh, it's from this song. It's this one hit wonder song. And then, like, well, what if we just put the song in the movie? And then they contacted the guy. Not only did the guy give them permission to put the song in the movie, he also recorded three alternate versions for three of the alternate universes. Oh my god. I had no idea. Yeah. That's so good. Anyways. Yeah. Christine, introduce yourself. (laughs) Hi, everyone. My name is Christina, and thou shalt not eat rock badger. And I'm just a poor they from a poor family, Tanner. (laughs) I don't think that song's actually in this episode, is it? It's not, ah. but it's thematically relevant. Anyways, yes. <laughs> we're yes. here to spare, spare you this life of this television reality show, The Glee Project, on this podcast <laughs> where we watch it, but we're almost done. Yes, we are. Today we are. We get to talk about Season 1, Episode 9, Generosity. Please give. Christine, did this episode feel like a contractual obligation? Yes. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm glad they did it. I'm sure it was a highlight of the children's lives. And when I say children, I mean children, not the contestants. Yes. I... But... Yeah. It accomplished nothing. Yeah. This feels like a... This, this is a filler episode. <laughs> but it's not like... The only context that I can think of here are like filler episodes from Avatar The Last Airbender. But it's like... I didn't really feel like this episode really like contributed anything to the characterization that they have done of the contestants so far and yeah and especially so late in the game (laughs) yeah yeah because like we are down to the final four contestants like they keep saying like oh yeah we're gonna have a top three and then they don't do that maybe that was generosity excuse me i don't know we should actually probably explain what's going on here (laughs) So that we can stop burying the lead. Okay, so... Oh, I don't even have my notes open. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, you could just try to do this all off cuff. No, I'm sure I wrote down important things. Oh, on the previously on, they said that Sam was able to show his softer side, and that's categorically false. Yeah. And then they say that Hannah was eliminated, skadoosh. And I'm like, don't you skadoosh me. Yes, don't- you can't- you can't use her catchphrase. <laughs> and they also add that Sam has bitchin' Jesus tats. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I have no interest in finding out what tattoos he does or does not have. <laughs> I bet Jake's are better. Probably, yes. <laughs> hey Jake, you should go on Glee! <laughs> Imagine a Glee boot where our friend Jake plays the teacher. Oh my god. I, I can't imagine that Jake would be on that show for very long because he would immediately be probably, like, <laughs> leading a crusade for unionization. And also he would not put up with, with any terrible writing that he was given. <laughs> True. It would be a, have to be, like, a Glee knockoff. It would have to be the Asylum's Glee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Asylum Pictures presents Glee Club, the show. No, see, I was gonna say the Asylum version of Pitch Perfect, the TV series. <laughs> Anyways, there is also a countdown in the upper corner of yeah. the screen to let you know how long until the Glee Project finale. Yes, because I didn't realize that they were airing them on the same day. Yeah. I did not keep track of this like a shot clock, so. No, me either. But it's just something fun to think about. Yeah, and like they would have occasionally, like they'd have like cutouts of contestants from the Glee Project, like bring in the countdown card and, like, place it in the upper corner of the screen. And I was like, this feels like the Disney Channel. Hi, I'm Ellis Wiley, and you're watching Oxygen. Just draws a big O. <laughs> the everything bagel. <laughs> but did it? No, in Canada, it aired on Slice. Hmm. Which was like... <laughs> just do a screen screen transition, just slice, the, slice it in half and that's your transition. I want to say Slice was like our TLC, but I'm pretty sure we also had TLC. Hmm. But they did have stuff like Say Yes to the Dress, and I think the Charisma Carpenter show about people who survived murder attempts. Huh. It also had the first few seasons of Big Brother Canada. Okay. Just just fun facts about Canada. <laughs> Fair, because I am absolutely not qualified to speak on anything relating to Canadian television. <laughs> Hey, you know my favorite thing about being people's, like, one or one of very few Canadian friends is that I can say absolutely buckwild things and they'll just assume, oh, is, is that a Canada thing? Yes. Categorically, yes. <laughs> I did once say something to Jake that was, I think, actually a Star Trek reference, but of course Jake doesn't watch Star Trek, so he goes, hey, is that a Canada thing or are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember seeing that Twitter interaction. <laughs> Gotta love it. Anyways, <laughs> this episode is exceedingly normal, so we have to be completely batty to make up for it. Yeah. The homework song is Lean On Me, and Alex, mm -hmm. in their confession, is like, I just lean on Hannah, but she's gone now, so I guess we all have to kill each other. Uh. Yeah, and... But in the actual thing, they're like, let's just all sing and back each other up. Yeah, they're like, generosity means that we share the lead in this musical number. And then we find out, oh, this week's mentor is Kevin McHale. My note here is, I forgot how skinny he was under the polos. <laughs> because, like, he's wearing a shirt that is more fitted than the bulky polos and collared shirts that Artie wears. Yeah. It's like the inverse David Yost problem. <laughs> when it comes to fashion. 
Kevin mentions that he defines generosity as like how the Glee cast supports each other, like both on screen and off screen. And I'm like, so you should unionize is what I'm hearing. Okay, well, w- once again, they're already union. They're on a sh- it's it's a union show. I keep forgetting because we've been in the Glee project for so long. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> the Screen Actors Guild does not protect you from bad writing, just bad business practices. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what does Kevin offer up to the winner of the homework project, Tanner? Uh, he's gonna give them a mentoring session, but he's also gonna give them the magic comb! Ah! And then it's lean- it's- they sing lean on me. Yeah. It's and, uh, good. So here's the thing. The only thing I wrote down for the lean on me performance was Lindsay wins because she did something right. And I'm not trying to be shady, but that's my only note. <laughs> yeah, my- my note was Alex- they, they do rotate through who took lead, and Alex did a lot of riffs, and I think Lindsay and Alex sounded the best. Oh no, I think actually, I think it's in her confessional where, like, after she's named the winner, she says, oh my gosh, I finally did something right. Yeah, Lindsay wins. She, in her, like, in her talking head, she's like, I specifically didn't try to be perfect, but it ended up being perfect anyway. I'm like, good. See? Sometimes things are good, and you don't have to put quite as much work into them. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> and this week's music video is going to be Sing by My Chemical Romance. Hey, it's relevant. Uh-huh. But it's it's only slightly more relevant than it was when Glee did it. <laughs> this at least has a better framing device. <laughs> no, but because the new MCR song came out. Oh! Oh, yeah! Like a week ago. A week and a half ago. At time of recording. <laughs> Two days ago, at an MCR concert, there was a gay kiss. Oh! Yeah. Okay, cool. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't super follow MCR, but <laughs> I don't good either. For them. I'm getting everything secondhand. I have a friend who rejoined Tumblr just in time for Our Flag Means Death, Dracula, and MCR to all come back at the same time. Oh my god. <laughs> Did it come with a free Hot Topic membership card? <laughs> oh, Hot Topic isn't really seen anymore. Didn't you didn't you watch the docudrama? No, I actually didn't. <laughs> yeah, Hot Topic is just a fandom store anymore. Hot Topic is for 2016 fandom people. Yes. Can confirm. It's where I got my 21 Pilots beanie, which says a lot about many things. <laughs> it's where I got a cute little necklace that has Gigi on it from Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So Kevin tells them that in the music video, they're going to be playing instruments, and he asks them who plays an instrument, and Sam raises his hand. Kevin says, fun fact, I lied on my resume when I auditioned, because I also can't play an instrument, but I play them a lot on the show. So uh, let's see a show of hands again. Who can play an instrument? And everyone puts their hand up. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, also, everyone is going to be doing this musical performance with a surprise guest. And they're all just like, we don't know who this is. Yeah. Also, Damien is worried that the auto won't be playing drums because it's going to be shambles. <laughs> yeah. And then come choreography time, we get to find out who's playing what instrument. Damien's on drums because he just, he already knows that they want a train wreck. Yes. <laughs> Lindsay is on lead guitar, Alex is on bass, and Sam is on keyboard. <laughs> there you go. So basically no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And then... They play scenes from the first five minutes of choreography to make it look like they're bad and that Zack hates them, but I still get a vibe that Zack is like a decent human being, and he's like, haha, you kids, okay, let's actually do this, and then they cut away, because people doing well on the show is not good television, apparently. Yeah, it's, it was the kind of thing where it's like, they're all just having like a good time pretending to play these instruments. My note here literally was, they're doing their best in ad-libbing. 
Damien no longer has to play the invisible symbol because he has a real one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, do you want a child? <laughs> Take this free child. Can I offer you a child in this trying time? <laughs> because they all go in for music time with Nikki, and it's revealed that their surprises are four kids who's presumably local to the LA area, whose music classes funding got cut. Yeah. So they're from an organization called Education Through Music Los Angeles that has partnered with the Glee Project. And that's why I said this episode feels like a contractual obligation that, mm-hmm. like, we st- mm-hmm. we said at the start, we're gonna give you guys a shout out. Oh no, we're one episode from the end, and we have nothing to do other than just parade some children in here. Yup. And, like, these kids are, how old would you say? Like, my guess is probably, like, in the seven to nine age range. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit older. Mm-hmm. Seven to ten, call it. Yeah, because they're not, they're not super rambunctious. They're old enough to think that they're the cool kids. They're, they, they are the coolest kids at their middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I miss the name of the kid that Sam gets. The only one whose name I wrote down was Liam, who is Damien's yeah. buddy. Okay, well, to be fair, uh, Sam and smaller Sam, I guess. Mm-hmm. They don't get much because it's like, yeah, we get along real well. And that's it. Yeah, they, they're they literally told, like, sit down and, like, get to know your, your buddy and stuff. Yeah. Oh, re- it really is buddies, like, in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the Glee contestants should consider themselves lucky they didn't get younger kids, or one of them would have gotten bitten. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I initially thought it was going to be, like, mini-me's or something. Like, that one, how, there, there was that one episode where they had, like, Will sees the kids as, like, as elementary school children. <laughs> But nope, just buddies. Just buddies. No acting required. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you'd think they would have seen if they could act at the stage in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was cute because Lindsay talks to her buddy and they're both like, Oh, we were both Wendy and Peter Pan! Yeah. So Li- Lindsay's buddy's name is Lily. Mm-hmm. Alex's buddy's name is Allegria, And... Alex can relate to her because she's clearly shy, but that also means that they have difficulty connecting to each other, but mm-hmm. that also never gets resolved. Yeah. And Damien and his buddy, Liam, Liam is like, yes, I play multiple instruments, including the drums. Here, let me teach you how to play the drums convincingly. <laughs> and Damien says, I think you are sent here from- nope, I can't do- I can't do an Irish accent. I think you are sent here from God. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You are not from heaven. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm so glad Damien is being like, hey, we can help each other here. <laughs> you can help me not look like a fool. <laughs> and we could be, and like, I was gonna say like, oh, I could help make you look cool. But I'm like, probably just talking about like, I don't know, music and singing and stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then it's time for the recording session. The only note I have written down is that Samuel forgot how to sing. Yeah. Damien is praised for how good he's doing. Samuel has issues with the high range. Lindsay is told to be like, oh, be less perfect, but then be less confident. Like, so conflicting instructions from Nikki. Hmm. But at hmm. least they they bring the kids into the booth to like do like backing vocals and stuff or like the crowd vocals, I guess. And they compliment the kids, which is good. I wish they complimented <laughs> everyone. Anyway, the menace is back. <laughs> oh, Eric. Yes. I don't know why they keep blurring out the logo on his baseball hat. 
probably because it's a brand logo. Like, have you not seen that happen in reality shows? No, I have. I just, I yeah, wonder if, what logo it is. Branded, <laughs> if it's a branded article of clothing that they don't have any kind of partnership with, they blur it out. Huh. The only thing I could tell was that it looked like an M. Not like M&M's, but like Michigan or something. I don't know. T- today's reality show is sponsored by the state of Michigan. <laughs> Anyway, shoot, there it is. (laughs) Yeah, so Lindsay's mentor session with Kevin was just Kevin showing her how to fake play the guitar. So she's like, yes, I have this on lock. And so then she passes the knowledge on to Lily. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good. And the kids are enjoying themselves, and the contestants are enjoying themselves, and for some reason the judges don't like this. It's like, they're Mm -hmm. not focused enough. Like, they are, but but, but they're acting. Yes. They're they're looking like they're enjoying themselves and being with the children and playing instruments. They... I wrote down what they said literally. They said, Lindsay is missing basic things. No other depiction of what basic things are, which sucks. They're like, oh, Damien looks like he's in pain. (laughs) Alex looks less comfortable with kids. But I'm like, but how often does Glee use child actors anyway? And they're like, Samuel isn't faking his piano playing in tune with the music. Like he's out of tempo. Yeah. I'm just like... Look, either do you want them to have fun or do you not want them to have fun? Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. It's a music video. and They play the instruments and they sing. They mm-hmm. sing it for the deaf. They sing it for the blind. They sing it for the ones they left behind. <laughs> exactly. And all the kids in the juvie halls and the Ridlin rats. No, that's a different song. <laughs> um, I thought it was good. Lindsay has a good voice for rock music and they mix her to lead a lot. Yeah. And also Damien, Damien does too. Yeah. When, when Damien sings his part in the bridge, I was like, hey, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do some simple choreography with, like, the contestants and the kids dancing and stuff. But then they end on a slide. They actually they end on three slides, which read, The Glee Project supports, quote, education through music, unquote. And then, music education equals less substance abuse. <laughs> Music education equals higher SAT scores. <laughs> Music education equals better education. <laughs> and my note was, wow, this is the wildest PSA I've seen in months. <laughs> yeah. PSAs don't hit the same these days. No, they don't. So we're in the, the judgment pit, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And just just when we were about to pick someone to go through to the final three, we got a call from Ryan Murphy himself. Who said mm-hmm. that Ian is coming to also judge you. And since yes. Ian has never seen any of you before, you must all perform. Mm-hmm. And like the notes they give to the contestants are that Lindsay didn't lip sync correctly on the highest notes. Damien was reacting too big when lip syncing. Sam struggled with high range and harmony. And Alex wasn't quite as involved as a mentor as the other three were. <laughs> Was that what they were supposed to do? Were they supposed to be mentors for, for the children? I have no idea. So then if Damien learned more from his kid, does that make him the worst mentor or the best mentor? I I feel like what they were wanting to do was like showcase like, yes, look, these kids are friends with these young adults because music and Damien and Liam probably had the biggest connection. Yeah. Anyway, so Ryan has... Ryan has picked songs specifically for each person. Mm-hmm. Lindsay has Defying Gravity. Mm-hmm. Alex has His Eye is on the Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Damien has I've Gotta Be Me. And mm-hmm. Sam has My Funny Valentine with the note, Get out of your fucking comfort zone. Yeah. And also, Robert and Zach are not going to be 
involved in the in the decision making process this time. And my note here is, damn, Lindsay's going home, huh? <laughs> I will like I have a note on Lindsay where it it does feel like she's genuinely finding herself and like having a learning moment about herself. It yes. just it sucks that it's coming in the context of this competition. Yes, it's. <sighs> It's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad this is happening to you. I'm glad that you are doing this. Just like, I wish it was happening in an environment where you had a support system available. Yeah. In this, in a spot where it wasn't, you know, character development or die. Yes. Yeah, where it wasn't not monopolize. Where it wasn't capitalize upon your personal flaws. Yeah. By capitalize, I mean make money. Anyway, she, she sings good. Uh, Alex also sings good. Although they Wait. have emotions, because the song was about their dad's funeral. Yeah, I want to talk about this real quick. <laughs> okay. Because, like, during the rehearsal time, like, Alex is practicing and Nikki comes in and she's like, Hey, Alex, how are you feeling? And Alex is like, well, this song was um, played at my dad's funeral. And Nikki is wearing some kind of magical blood artifact around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> because... <sighs> I, I sent you this picture last night, Tanner, but, like, she is literally wearing an amulet that is blood red in a silver setting with wings on it. And I'm just like, is Nikki queen of the vampires? <laughs> I think that's her phylactery, and if we destroy it, then she'll tr- find a true death. Maybe. But also, she flat out says to Alex, when Alex is like, yeah, this song has a lot of negative history with me because of my- because of my- dad's death and she's like verbatim she says to me this song has a joy and that's a good way to look at where your dad is now yeah phrase like what? I know what one she take she saying but phrasing it's just like i'm so it's like don't be sad make money <laughs> get that bag yeah and everyone else is like having breakdowns in the practice rooms and like i'm so sorry everyone Anyway, sing for your life. You might have to take charge of this, because I truly did not write very many notes. My yeah. notes for this episode are not even a full page. Yes, it's okay. I can take lead. Brian introduces Alex to Ian as, Alex is fascinated with playing female roles. I think he could be Kurt and Mercedes's younger brother, or like... Protégé. I guess, yeah, protégé. Alex sings His Eyes on the Sparrow well. When they talk after their performance, Alex kind of parrots Nikki's line about like, oh, I love this song now. And Ryan says that he thinks that Alex's dad would be proud of them. And Alex mentions relating more to the girls uh, at his high school than the boys. <laughs> and Ryan and he are like, interesting, you can go. When Damien is coming out for I Gotta Be Me, Ryan says that Damien is Mr. Personality. And he's the one that we root for the most. And I'm like, well, I guess if Hannah's gone. <laughs> because Ryan literally said that to Hannah last episode, I think. <laughs> Damien does a good performance. Uh, he maybe messes a few words up, but he kind of kicks the mic stand over at the end. And Ryan's like, oh, was that fun? Damien's like, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and when they ask Damien about, like, why does he want to do this? He's like, I just love performing. Like, I like to sing. I would like to act. I just like to perform and be on stage and stuff. And then after he leaves, Ian says to Ryan, Now what if we wrote Damien as a freshman who Brittany would never understand? And I'm like, well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Before Lindsay walks out, Ryan says that he's tried to pierce who she is. Ha. But then when he tries to, like, 
when he tries to understand who she is as a person, she just gets so upset and defensive and feels so attacked. Because you're attacking her! Because you're attacking her! She came out to have a nice time! Mm-hmm. When Lindsay performs Defying Gravity, she takes a little bit to, like, get her traction with it. But once she does, she does a good job. And she does a very good, I guess, like, not a read, but like a sing of the line. Like, but if that's love, it comes at much too high a cost. <laughs> and then Ryan is like, so, you're a perfectionist. And she's like, well, I try to be on all the time, but that's, like, humans can't be on all the time. And I'm picking my pieces up. And then after she leaves, Ryan says to Ian, I always wanted to cut her, but we never could. We need this kind of girl in the group. Hmm. Justice for Lindsay. But also, they already have- they say how similar she is to Rachel, and they're like, we need this girl. What, a second Rachel? They're like, we need a Rachel that people can actually connect with. <laughs> we need a Rachel whose actress isn't a racist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what if season three started and it was just Lindsay instead of Leah? Oh my god, that would be incredible. But what happened to their first Rachel actress? Baby girl, don't worry about it. <laughs> and lastly, we hear, or we get to see My Funny Valentine. Ryan tells Ian that Sam has Bible verses tattooed on him, and Ian jokes that they're, like, edgy punk lord stuff because Sam is not, like, straight edge, if that makes sense. He's not the same type of Christian aesthetically. He's not your dad's Christian. He's not Cameron. <laughs> yeah. And his performance is fine. I folded it's, laundry it's during it. It's not good. It, he's, he's very sultry. He's like, oh, yeah. my funny valentine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Notably, Sam is the only one who is shown getting any applause for his performance. That just seems like poor editing. So I'm going to blame Hank. Okay. They talk about, like, oh, why do you want this? And Sam is like, I want to be on Glee, and I think it'd be cool to play a Christian on Glee. And Ryan is like, have you cried? When was the <laughs> last time you cried, Samuel? And he's like, uh, I cried yesterday, because I was just so grateful that God has put me here, and I want to do this, but I don't know if it's in God's plan or not for me, so I'm gonna go with God's plan. And Ryan is like, in this competition, you've never been the underdog once, for even a week. See, I think like, as soon as hmm. Sam realized that Ryan wanted him to be the replacement Cameron, he just started leaning real hard on the Christianity stuff. Yes. I don't think he spoke this much about God in his whole life, and now here comes Glee Project, and he's like, well, time to thump that Bible. And it's like, I can't necessarily blame him, because I, I can't necessarily blame him, because like, I've been in job applications and interviews, and it's like, you say what you think you need to to get the job. That's what you gotta do. On your, no matter what, on your resume, you have to say that you're a Christian who can play an instrument. <laughs> Be right back, I'm gonna go put that on my resume. <laughs> but yeah. That's really it, because th they all get through. Yeah, they, they deliberate because they're like, Samuel doesn't seem authentic, but the others do seem authentic. And yeah, all of them are, all of them are on to the next week. Samuel has been objectively the worst option for the past two weeks, but also I'm just so fascinated with the concept of Christians. Yeah. The list goes up, and everyone has a gold star next to their name because none of them are going home. Big hugs. And they all perform Keep Holding On, but, like, they all perform it standing together in a line, and nobody's on lead because nobody's going home, which is exactly. a nice touch. Exactly. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's it. The, the countdown has come to the end. <laughs> yes. It's time for the finally. It is. It is also so... time for the finally end of this episode. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait. You started this one. We broke the pattern, so I have to I have to do the ending spiel. Oh, that is true. It's okay. I got it. Okay. Loser Like Me is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on your podcasting platform of choice, and if we aren't there, let us know and we'll work on getting there. We can be found at Loser Like Me Pod on Twitter and at Loser Like Me Pod at gmail.com. Uh, next time, we get to finish the Glee Project Season 1. Are you ready? I just ran away to open my dishwasher and turn the fan on. I was hoping you wouldn't notice during your speech. <laughs> did it work? I did not notice. Was my timing impeccable? I heard static on your end when you sat back down, and that was it. <laughs> Anyways, next time, it's over. Yes. It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? Hey, listen, don't cry because it happened. Be happy that it's over. <laughs> don't cry because it happened. Smile because it's over. Exactly. There we go. Pop that and brush your font. Put it up on our Twitter. It's a cross stitch. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <sighs> but that's next time. Yeah. So, three, two, one. And, and that's, that's what, you, what missed you missed on, on the Glee Project. The Glee Project. Just, Just go, go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out why we love this show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening, you're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me.